1: wherever you get your podcast, Thanks for listening. From the
0: Evening Standard in London, this is The Leader.
1: Well, the vaccine means everything to me. I mean, it, to my mind, it's, it's the only way of getting back to a bit of normal life.
0: 82-year-old Brian Pinker has become the first person in the world to get the new Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. Half a million doses are being rolled out. There is hope, but there is also fear.
2: What we've been waiting for is to see the the impact of the, of the Tier 4 measures on the, on the virus. And it's a bit unclear still at the moment, but I think there's, you know, if you look at the, the numbers, there's no question that we're going to have to take uh, tougher measures and we'll be announcing
3: we'll be those in due course.
0: Those numbers Boris Johnson's talking about are alarming. In London, coronavirus cases have risen in two-thirds of the city's boroughs. Nationally, a new record was broken at the weekend with 50,000 new cases recorded for six days in a row our political editor Joe Murphy's here Joe are we looking at another
3: national lockdown I think what we're seeing today David is pitch rolling being done at absolutely breakneck speed yesterday the prime minister gave an interview when he said new curbs quotes, maybe what the data requires, close quotes. And today, as you say, he's saying there's no question that tougher restrictions are coming. I don't think we'll have longer than a couple of days to find out what's in store.
0: So are we looking at new tiers being added in or are more people going to go into existing tiers, more areas going into tier four, for example?
3: What the government officials have been talking about is everybody virtually in tier four. So that includes the Bristol's and Liverpool's that are currently in tier three. On top of that, a sort of an attempt to enforce the restrictions more effectively and to, in particular, rein in people who are breaking the rules. Having said that, David, there are a lot of noises now that may make the Prime Minister think rather than do the minimum possible, he should go a bit further. So Jeremy Hunt, the former Conservative Health Secretary, has put out a bombshell Twitter thread in the last few minutes, saying, it's time to act. We need to close borders, schools and ban all household mixing right away.
0: And that comes off the back of Sir Starmer yesterday calling for a national lockdown. Does Boris Johnson want a national lockdown?
3: Well, you know the Prime Minister, he wants to be like the mayor in in Jaws who keeps the economy running. He once actually did say that the mayor was the heroic figure in Jaws for him. He was being tongue-in-cheek, I'm sure, but uh, those words have a certain resonance today after a period when he's done his best to keep the economy going, he's done his best to keep schools going and the virus has proved in the recent weeks simply too aggressive and it's overwhelmed the defences.
0: Joe Murphy there. Now, one of the most controversial aspects of the current measures being taken to control the virus is the closure of schools. Most of England's primaries reopened today, but not in London. Our Education Editor Anna Davis joins me now. Now, Anna, I know a lot of people would like schools to reopen, but in the current situation, how could they reopen?
4: Schools have been thought they were COVID secure. You know, they've been taking so many measures to make sure that the children and the staff are safe obviously that they've, they've had bubbles classes haven't been mixing teachers haven't been crossing classes and there's all, all sorts of social distancing and hand washing and i think they feel like they've done as much so much as much as they almost they can do and the next thing is uh, the vaccination i think there's a real feeling that teachers should be high up the list for for getting the vaccine and and once The teaching staff and support staff are vaccinated it feels like you know they'll they'll be safer and there will be um, a feeling that um, they'll they'll want to open up again.
0: Where are we with exams Anna because you know they're supposed to be starting fairly quickly.
4: Yeah Uh, GCSEs and A-levels are still going ahead this year in 2021 that's the, the message from the government and they're adamant that they should go ahead but they were adamant last year for quite a long time they're going to go ahead there is a real fear among pupils I think that there's going to be a last minute u-turn on this I think a lot of pupils want to prove themselves in an exam and unlike last year students haven't yet haven't had the chance to prove themselves to their teachers over the past year because they've been on lockdown so whereas last year teachers who ended up doing the grades based on their own assessment of the pupils work because they'd taken tests and mocks and they they knew them and their work quite well this year they haven't had that so last you know they didn't do their end of year exams um mocks are going ahead but you know bubbles have been sent home so some of them haven't sat them in exam conditions so there isn't that bulk of data that teachers will be able to base their grades on if exams are cancelled. It's hard to imagine now uh, sitting hundreds of students in an exam hall all together but hopefully by the summer with the vaccine hopefully um, that might be able to happen.
0: Get the latest on coronavirus developments at standard.co.uk. Coming up, Julian Assange will not be extradited to the US and the Jeffrey Epstein suicide is one of the reasons why. There's an outbreak coming. Why not take a moment to subscribe to The Leader so you can get our news and analysis every day at 4pm.
1: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance.
0: Julian Assange's supporters were jubilant outside the Old Bailey where a judge has decided he will not be extradited to the US. You can bet the celebrations did not cross the Atlantic. In the States, he's facing an 18-count indictment alleging a plot to hack computers and a conspiracy to obtain and disclose national defence information. Our courts correspondent Tristan Kirk's covering this. Tristan, the judge raised the spectre of Jeffrey Epstein in her decision. She doesn't seem to have much faith in the US prison service.
2: Absolutely. The judge was going against Assange for most of her ruling, uh, not really buying into uh, his arguments around free speech, being a journalist or, or potentially of uh, facing a fair trial in the US. But what she did come down in his, his favour on was uh, whether he could be protected if sent over to America to face trial. Now, Jeffrey Epstein was a notorious inmate within the US Prison Service who killed himself whilst awaiting trial, and uh, the judge cited Epstein as an example of how the, the, the system doesn't necessarily have the processes in place to be able to protect prisoners who are intent on harming themselves. Of course, the US Prison Service is a notoriously brutal regime, especially for prisoners who are held at the highest level Of uh, security and and she assessed that uh, balancing it against Julian Assange's mental health uh, and uh, the experts agreed that he has uh, suffered from depression whilst being held in UK prison, Uh, he has had suicidal thoughts, Uh, there was uh, evidence of a razor blade being found in his cell uh, and, and also other evidence that he has maybe been hiding his true state of mind from the prison guards. And she assessed that if sent over to America to, to be held in these really harsh US prison conditions, that combined with his mental state uh, opened up the possibility that he may be able to kill himself whilst being held in custody. And, and therefore she concluded that that would be oppressive to send him over, extradite him to the US to face trial.
0: Tristan, how
2: big a blow to the Trump administration is this? Well, once upon a time, the prosecution of Julian Assange was a really big deal for Donald Trump and his administration. It was all to do with distancing Trump from uh, allegations of Russian hacking and interference in the 2016 election. Uh, Now, we're a few years on from when... uh, Assange is supposed to have turned down a pardon from Trump uh, and therefore the prosecution against him was really turbocharged. Uh, Now we're in a position where Donald Trump lost the 2020 election, we're in 2021, and he's heading out of office. And so there really is a question mark whether this is a a really big priority for him anymore. Uh, He's no longer got the the benefit that would have come from uh, sort of the capture of Julian Assange as a a big prize on the political stage, uh, as it could be viewed. So it remains to be seen whether uh, Donald Trump, who is still in charge of the US government, uh, continues to pursue this case and, and sees it as a really big priority for him in the last days of his administration.
0: So what happens to Julian Assange now? Does he stay in Balmarsh Prison?
2: Well, Assange is going to be held in custody at least for the next couple of days. Uh, on Wednesday morning he'll have a bail application and try and convince the judge that he can be set free from prison to await the outcome of the legal proceedings. The case is due to go up to the Court of Appeal for the US government to challenge today's ruling and there's a potential for it to go on uh, to the Supreme Court for a further challenge. Now, of course, any decisions on bail will be weighed on by uh, the past in, in Julian Assange's case as he notoriously uh, entered the Ecuadorian embassy in, in central London when he was facing extradition back in 2012 and stayed there for uh, nearly seven years in defiance of the UK justice system. So any judge making a decision on Julian Assange's bail will have that firmly in mind, I would imagine.
0: We have all the news, analysis and commentary you need in the Evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. Follow our live blog for breaking news. That's the Leader Podcast. We're back tomorrow.